0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to PS Football. This is your host, the Poop Face, and as always, I am joined with my co-host, and it's been a long time, buddy. It's been a long time since I've been the loser on the podcast.
1: Ah, yes, it has, Jamie. (laughs) Mmm. You know what that tastes like? What's it taste like? fucking victory hell yeah
0: buddy you did it i can't believe it
1: uh, i can't believe it against the three-time
0: champ missioner i know unbelievable i do believe brian's conspiracy theory that shutter has stopped winning because he doesn't have enough room for more rings
1: mm. i could see that honestly yeah um as somebody who wears rings as an accessory on uh, casual days to work like mm-hmm. rings can get pretty damn heavy you know heavy wears the crown yeah it's true i mean
0: that's why they had to they have to go to training on how to walk around with those crowns on because they can't look like a dummy so who knows maybe maybe he'll start getting like jewel encrusted pacifiers for
1: henry and then be his new, like status symbol <laughs> stardom young yeah uh okay so uh, what do you want to talk about I mean, I guess we could start, aside from the fact that I actually have a win, so for anybody listening, I'm now 1-0, and which is more wins than I got all of last year combined.
0: Yeah, it's been almost... So it's kind of a big deal. It's been like 18
1: months since you won your last game at this point.
0: Well, except for the one in, like, the round robin, but I don't think that counts. That
1: didn't count, it was week 16, and it was already, Poopasaurus is already decided. That's yeah. it's not a thing um let's maybe go to brian i guess who started out going into the week with uh the announcement that luck retired
0: yep unbelievable so that was good
1: absolutely unbelievable good way to start
0: uh but he ended up scoring the most points in the league uh in a week that we had some really good scores i think this might be one of the better week ones that we've ever had we have one, two, three, four, five. Five people over 120 points, and I was right there with 117 in my loss. That's like, maybe we got this PPR thing figured out. What do you think?
1: Yeah, that was, that was interesting. I was just happy, personally, that I wasn't... So, last year, I felt like it was... Everybody would score 115-plus, and I'd put up, like, 85. Mm-hmm. So, like, even if I lost... I was looking at some other scores around me and like, even if I would have lost, I still would have been like third lowest scoring, which was going to provide me a little bit of solace. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I am, I'm, I'm shocked, but I mean, if you look at the game, Christian McCaffrey, 42 points. There it is. That's why he went number one and why I'm a dummy for taking Saquon, right? But 42 points. And I'm just going to be fascinated to see is that – that can't be Norm, right? No. Like, like Norm's going to be, like, 28 to 30 probably, I uh, think.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think those tier one running backs, like, the the floor has to be 20. Like yeah. Like, the, that's the floor. And if he gets anything under that, it's a disappointing week. But if he hits it, then you're, you know, pretty satisfied. Right. So, I don't – I mean – that offense just runs through him you know it's in cra- it's crazy and the the he had 10 receptions i mean like that is that i don't if that pace holds up he'll have you know somewhere north of 120 grabs this year
1: which and the thing is like that's more than some of our starting wide receivers that's more than pretty much every wide receiver. Right. I think. Like, I
0: think like a a great season is a hundred catches. You know, like that's that's a standard. Right. Um, and also the other thing about his team and it it's really going to depend his wide receiver tandem. If Jameis Winston remembers how to throw to Mike Evans, or if Keenan Allen doesn't get hurt like he always does, that's like a studly you have your touchdown threat with Evans and then you have your PPR guy with Keenan Allen and I just you know he had I thought he had a good draft and he's made a couple drops and a couple pickups um he should have had more points because he drafted Mark Andrews I think is his name it's the uh tight end I just picked up yeah. He drafted him, and he had a monster game. So if he would have kept him on his team and played him, he would have had a bigger week. But, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, and I just – I'm super impressed. Um, I'm going to pivot a little bit because I do have a random thing I want to ask you about. Okay. Um, whose team name do you like best this year? And do you think the team names are a little weak compared
1: to – I – past- I feel like some of the team names are are very very weak okay yeah. and yeah. and I think it comes from so I will straight up say um my team name this year this wasn't fantasy soccer the the joke on that was like I'm I'm so bad that I was just drafting from what was called football in the rest of the world and not See- American football
0: See, I get that, but I kind of feel like in a throwback to our last episode, you should have went Fantasy
1: Cricket. Uh, That would have been true. Like, I did not know what to name my team. I just happened to be drafting my work league. Yeah. And, like, my work people know me for, Mm -hmm. like, being the soccer guy. Mm -hmm. So, like, I I named my team. This wasn't Fantasy Soccer. Uh And I was like, you know... I might as well do that for this team too. So, and I think that's, I think that's part of the reason is last year we had a lot of teams that were play on words or play on players. Like Dan has Zeke, Mr. Mezeeks. I mean, that is a really good name. I, I think that's gotta be the first one.
0: Uh, I don't know about that. I like Brian's because luck ran out is very funny and I think it's good um i also do like dan's i think those are one and two um i think i'm a little bit disappointed that chris didn't sneak champ into his name i know he's always been chris effing dennis but champ chris effing
1: dennis could have been pretty good or champ effing dennis yeah that would have been good too right Um,
0: i'm a little disappointed in joel because i feel like joel really could have played up um, his Mexico trip by changing his name to maybe being Spanish,
1: but at the same time he has been show me your TDs for I feel like a few seasons now, similar to Chris fucking Dennis.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I feel like it's a new season. You know, we're on the yeah. eve of a new season. He had his worst draft ever. He still won his game playing Harold, um, scoring one hundred and twenty six. Harold pulled a Harold pulled a U and scored eighty eight points. So did Dan. Yeah. Um, I like. Ryan's name, Fighting Blobfish, is a nice little nod to his son. So I get that. Um, I kind of phoned it in with mine with Hungry Hungry Lawnmowers. I haven't photoshopped a good picture yet. I think that'll kind of do it. Patty Cakes. All right, Chris. You do you. He's always been kind of
1: weird. He is. He is. I'll give him that. I think we need to rewind real quick, though. Uh, You said for for Ryan, the commissioner's team, uh, the Fighting Blobfish uh, nod to his son yeah how you didn't see the meme? There's a meme. yeah, he made a meme of his
0: kid when his kid was like a newborn and like kind of snotty, and he uh-huh. put a side by side between his, his his newborn son and a blobfish and the the um it was uncanny how similar they looked.
1: Oh, that's fantastic.
0: yeah so and I think is his picture the blobfish
1: no, remember. it's just a random icon. If he
0: changes his picture to a blobfish, I, I, I'll, I'll message him a picture of a blobfish later. We'll get that fixed. Perfect. perfect. Yeah, so that's so that's what his was. Um, yeah, so... And then Jason's team... It's a reference to Napoleon Dynamite, which I don't really think is a big hit in our league, so I don't quite get it.
1: Because it shouldn't have been a hit in the box office? Uh yeah we'll go with that
0: yeah maybe it's because baker mayfield has some connection to uncle rico that i that i don't know of we'll we'll let him explain it in chat tomorrow um in between like his his trade proposals i think that'll be yeah we'll wait for that um but yeah i think this week was really good like i said this probably is the one of the better weeks we've had the last couple years uh especially with you winning. I'm very happy with that. I'm
1: just glad because otherwise I would have started It's hard not to get into it, but like I I would have started to panic a little bit. Like mm-hmm. you not winning after a whole season and then you start another season and you lose the first game, like it's going to be real hard to stay focused. Yeah. So I'm just glad I got that out of the way and I'm trying to change it up a little bit. I've been very reluctant on like waiver wires and drops ads and stuff like mm-hmm. that in the past that I feel like most people have known that. Um, yeah. but and, like, you're, and you're just going for it this year. Yeah. I mean, I put, I put 325 on Brown to pick him up um, the backup for Malcolm Brown, the backup for Gurley. Yep. Uh, well, that's um, just, but I mean, that's
0: just, that's just smart. You know what I mean? Like, and and we talked about this a little bit but so okay i know you're concerned and i know the game was competitive and Gurley didn't get as many touches but the best i can tell they did give him an uptick in touches in the fourth
1: well so the problem i had i was not honestly worried about the touches yeah. What I was worried about is a lot of Gurley's value, in my opinion, and I think you and I might have talked about this on the last podcast, comes from his touchdowns. That's true. But, and oh, Brown was in for both of the short yardage touchdown situations. That's true,
0: but I do think you also have to remember that his floor was set by his touches. And he, even though he had a minimum number of touches, he still almost got 100 yards on the ground. Um, I think it'll come around. I think they're easing him into the season. I think that uh, Browns a rookie, right? I think he's a rookie. Yeah, he'll probably make a mistake and get sad or whatever. They pay Gurley fifteen million a year. I can't imagine his uses usage will take a hit, but he'll still be a rock solid starting running back for you. Yeah,
1: I I can agree to that. Well, and, yeah, and and the other thing.
0: If the Rams are as good as they were last year, just play them both because you're going to get 40 points between the both of them. And that's more than enough to make up for having to, you know, put somebody in your flax.
1: Yeah, because actually 40, not a bad idea.
0: Yeah, because if you're getting 40 points from those two people, that's, that's still 40 points. That means that you're only 80 points away from 120, which is usually going to get
1: you a win in this league. I mean, we say that, but end of last year and kind of the statistics starting this year. Uh, it might be tough at 120. I mean, I think it's doable, but I think you're also going to run up to three, four people a week that are probably in the 120 range.
0: True, but I think if you scored 120 points a week, you're going to win more games
1: than you lose. Fair. You'd at least make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I could agree. Well, and That's so, the ultimate goal. Yeah, so instead of Malcolm Brown, right, let's uh, talk about, I think, what everybody's probably talked about now. <sighs> okay. You ready for this?
0: Uh, Kind of, yeah. I got my notes in front of me. I'm going to go. Okay. I, we talked about this before we got on here, and I, I went a little bit off the deep end.
1: So um, my co-host here had a very in-depth uh, discussion and reporting on the Antonio Brown saga. I, Eric, I'm a, I'm a fucking professional,
0: and I would appreciate it if you took the investigative journalism that I'm doing a bit more seriously. Just saying. I think.
1: I'm taking it quite seriously, Jamie, okay? Okay.
0: I mean I have my I have my uh my Blackwing pencil um and my Blackwing notebook that I took my notes in and then we also have our little document put together here.
1: So on on that note, let's go somewhere else. We had a trade. Um we had, we had I would, tra- have we had two trades so far? We have. I, I think Uncle Rico, Jason, was in both of them. Yeah. Um but let's talk about the primary trade, at least in my opinion. Okay. Uh, once the news broke that Antonio Brown was released from the um, Raiders, then Tyrell Williams comes up as the number one receiver. Yep. And Jason traded Donenville, Patty Cakes, 400 Fab, and Larry Fitzgerald for Tyrell Williams. Mm-hmm. I remember looking at this trade and going, Tyrell Williams for Larry Fitzgerald. I feel like he's a bad trade. Like, I feel like Larry Fitzgerald is, is older, but he may be the only productive thing on the Cardinals. But then the more I thought about it, I said, okay, they're kind of fair. Larry Fitzgerald is getting older and the only productive thing on the Cardinals. But Tyrell Williams did really good in past years, and now he's the number one at Oakland. So, you know, maybe it's a kind of normal thing. But then it was kind of came out a little later. Jason told us in chat that that four hundred fab was put in with Larry Fitzgerald. I feel like this is a bad trade for Um, giving away that money. And I talked to Jason about it because I I wanted the opinion. And his his kind of opinion was he looked at last year and he really didn't use too much of his fab. Mm-hmm. So he figured he should get some value for it, and that's why he threw it into the deal. So for him, it was like really a commodity he didn't need. Um, so I guess I can see from that respect if it's sweetened the pot, but I, I, I don't, I, I still don't know if I like that trade. And stats wise, in case anyone was wondering, uh, Tyrell put up like 22 point something, if it's sure, i put up 25 point something. <sighs> wow.
0: Uh, shit, dude, I don't know. Um, I think da- Jason has um, David Johnson, right?
1: I believe so, yes.
0: I feel like I kind of understand it because the Cardinals' offense looked kind of like Jekyll and Hyde against the Lions. Uh-huh. Um, but at the same time, I'm I and I don't really have a good grasp of what fab of
1: money does does that make sense so that was my argument last year and i still hold the argument is a currency is only as good as the value it's based on Mm -hmm. so the dollar used to be worth a dollar because of silver a dollar and most of the world's currencies now are based on basically fake economic values Mm -hmm. you'll see that in rick and morty i think it's the first episode of season three rick says you're about to see me collapse a galactic government all he does is just go into the computer and change the value of a schmeckle or whatever from one to zero yeah and then the currency has no value that's how i feel about fab except instead of a nation state telling you this is how much it's valued you have 10 separate states each with a different value of the fab. Yeah. And so I feel like it doesn't make like, but I understand from some perspective as they've explained it to me, like I really wanted Brown. So we get 800 a year. I -hmm. spent 325 because I felt like I needed him that badly. So I wanted to make sure I got him. Gotcha. But I really fought with that. I started, I think at 160. Yeah, but you and like to, you throughout want to sure. the day, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna put it at 200. But I got paranoid last year because some people that I felt valued at X, people bid more on. So I was like, all right, I think at 300, nobody's gonna outbid. And even like this morning, like I woke up at like two o'clock, I bumped it another 25 to 325 mm-hmm. because I was like, I I need this guy, so. If I need this guy and I feel like he's going to benefit my team, or in this case, he's a safety net to Gurley, it's worth almost half of my fab budget. Yeah. So I, I kind of still... So I kind of get better the the essence of fab. Mm-hmm. I still think it's dumb.
0: I think it. Well, I don't think it's dumb. I think what it does is it it gives you. Instead of the old waiver system, where like, yep. if you were bad, you had the advantage on the waiver, like just the way that the waiver number reset. Uh huh. I think this gives you that oh shit button. Um, and and if you're and if you're smart, you get more of them where like you can get bargains. So it's all about, you know, because the value of the fab money is whatever you ascribe to it. So like right. for you, you thought this player was worth half of your fab budget. I thought that Mark Andrews was worth an eighth of my fat budget because I really, really wanted a better tight end. And yeah. I got and I'm kind of spooked after this weight. Uh, I'm spooked after this week to stick with the Browns. Um, right. I know I know it's an overreaction, but if if I get like a really good tight end out of it, I'm not gonna be
1: too upset. But I is it though? To, Like, is it really an overreaction? I don't know. Because a lot of the Browns, in my opinion, was predicated on hype Mm -hmm. and the fact that they looked better last season. So everybody thought they were going to improve and become this great team this season. Yeah. With a bunch of players who haven't really played together necessarily.
0: Yeah, and I think maybe that's what I was that's maybe why i got spooked it's like if they didn't look great off the bat i don't have a lot of faith in
1: it writing itself quickly correct correct i think it's i think it's a lot of the teams seattle's defense when they had the legion of boom and stuff the reason they are good at the legion of boom is cuz they're unified and they got together mm-hmm. like i don't feel like that unification's happened with the browns yet Mm -hmm. And until, like, a team is really unified, even the Patriots, as much as I hate to admit it, they have components go in and out, you know, every year. But the one constant is Belichick and Brady.
0: Yeah. And
1: you have that chemistry. Brady's your field marshal. And he's going to be able to get everybody else under his wing and play a game.
0: Yeah. Well, and, I mean, too, like, if if you want to get into it even more... Um, how much did you spend again?
1: 325.
0: Um, yeah, that's the most, but another rookie, rookie wide receiver went for 300. John Ross the third went for 300.
1: If you look at that though, so the only other bid on that was $11. What was the other bids on yours? Uh, so the other bid on mine, I think I had one that was like, it was the same deal though. Like, I think I had, I think one person, mine was a little better, because I think it was, like, 50 and, like, maybe 79. Mm-hmm. But, like, still, like, we both super bid. And I guess it's it's almost, like, confidence, right? Like, when mm-hmm. you're playing cards, it, you're yeah. going to bet big on a hand that you think is going to be good.
0: Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, it's just going to, obviously, it's just going to take us even longer to figure that out. But I, I do, I don't think you have anything to worry about spending that much money on that. I also don't necessarily like the trade in general, just because Tyrell Williams doesn't have as much of a track record record as, um, Fitzgerald. Yeah. Getting back to like the original trade. So I don't know. I think it's just, we have a lot of different people with different thoughts on how the league or how to, how to play fantasy football. Yeah. Um, I know like I'm very trade averse where, uh, Where Jason is very trade happy, Um, and some people, and I think other people fall on the spectrum. And it's the same thing with the waiver wire, where it's like I'm really reluctant to drop players because I think that I'm smart when I draft, and that doesn't always work out for me. Versus other people like Dan, who are constantly making subtractions and additions based on the week. So, uh, okay, Um,
1: is Baltimore good? So good. Even watching them play, I'm not sure. And so that was so that was my problem with uh, your favorite guy, Marquise Hollywood Brown, mm-hmm. is I I wanted to pick him up, but I mm-hmm. could only really afford at least in, at the time to drop one player, and that was Jordan mm-hmm. Howard. So I went with honestly Malcolm Brown. But like I had trouble with Marquise because I'm like he only had twelve, like he only had twelve snaps, but he yep. made the most of it. But did him doing well also be because of the terrible Miami defense, similar to Lamar Miller or Lamar Jackson? Sorry. Um, doing the, um, like throwing this amazing game because that team, Miami, is just so inept on offense and defense. Yeah and i think it's a so after so i also have this i also have this problem um just doing the comparison because of just on my team i have Kenyon drake Mm. and i don't know did he have a bad game or is it just because miami's terrible and so i think what it came down to is and i kind of I took a spirit journey, I drank some whiskey, and I meditated Mm -hmm. in the rain. And I came to the conclusion, I think it's both. (laughs) You think it's both? I I think Miami is an... uh, So, all things being equal, I think Miami is an absolutely dumpster fire of a team. Mm -hmm. But I also think Baltimore this year is above average. So I think putting the dumpster fire and above average together created that blowout game. So I don't expect Baltimore to be as effective. Like, I see them being able to score, like, 24 points on the reg. Maybe some 30-point games. But, like, I think that's magnified by the fact that Miami is just bad.
0: I think that I really like Lamar Jackson. And I I think that they are not – I don't think they're that good, but I don't think they're – I don't think they're – I think they're closer to that than they are to a slightly above average team. I think that the Ravens are going to be really good this year, and I think that their defense is always good. So with the steps that hopefully the offense has taken in Lamar Jackson's second year, I – very interested to see how they kind of keep that up if that makes sense
1: and and i feel like it's important to point out like you said i think a good thing you said is lamar jackson's second year Mm. is this could be what people were expecting the browns to look like with baker mayfield
0: yeah exactly
1: that that step forward and all of a sudden you have chemistry with people and it wasn't necessarily that baker mayfield didn't in the brown game in the Browns game, but like you could still tell he was trying to get cozy. Yeah, and you know you 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 don't have time for that. That's what practice in well, off seasons for.
0: Their offensive line is bad. That's the thing with with the Browns. As like, they...
1: someone who knows a bad offensive line, being a Seattle Seahawks fan, mm-hmm. yes, it absolutely looks atrocious. In fact, I got PTSD from like the Marshawn Lynch era where he just managed to get six yards out of God knows why. Cause our offensive line is basically five turnstiles. Yeah. So
0: yeah, I don't know. I hope they're good. I really like Lamar Jackson. I was on that train with Ryan last year. I just really thought that he was going to be really good in the NFL. And he was, he, him and Baker Mayfield are the evolution, right? Like that new spread concept out of Oklahoma that everybody wants to run. Um, you know versus the the draconian offenses that a lot of these other teams are still running where it's like we got to run the ball and pass the same amount of times or run more and control the clock and all that kind of stuff. I just don't I, think that that's going to fly for very much longer.
1: I don't have any substantial comment on what you just said, but I do want to applaud on the fact that you said draconian.
0: Oh yeah. Well, you know, as a journalist you have to know words, right? Yes. And words are hard, but that the word Words is, are quite difficult. That word is
1: fun to say
0: uh okay um you wanted to talk about big dick Nick, didn't you
1: i i really did so i i'll i'll let you guys know straight up in the show notes i have all caps lol foals i feel like this is self-explanatory and i feel like that's still the case the dude gets injured all the time Mm -hmm. and everybody was worried when he left but but what's happened in previous years is he was behind wentz and so Wentz got injured and he would be this superstar hero. Yep. Well, now it looks like Foles is injured and he's gonna be out for a while. Mm-hmm. And I like Nick Foles, but the dude reminds me of Stafford when he first came into the league. Like his shoulder would just continuously get hurt.
0: Um what if Foles is like a vampire? and the only reason he stayed healthy was because he could suck the health out of Carson Wentz. And like That is
1: an interesting perspective actually.
0: Like what if like what if it's something like that? Like what if he can only stay healthy if he plays on a team with a quarterback that gets hurt more than he does?
1: Some sort of weird wizardry, wizardry happening?
0: Yeah, it's like uh it's like a voodoo doll kind of thing or like where you like you remember that twin thing from some of those like horror movies where like the twin Feels the pain of the other twin.
1: Yeah, or like the other, the twin feeds off the other twin. Yeah. So like the other twin's like buried somewhere, but still alive.
0: Yeah, so what if like Foles actually got hurt, but because he had that weird twin thing with Wentz, Wentz actually got hurt and Foles didn't?
1: That would that actually like... explain quite a lot.
0: Yeah, I think that's the only way that I can explain this because that yeah. poor guy. he looks so good and then he got traded for sam bradford or whatever and he got hurt again and then he and then he was gonna retire and then he comes back and he signs this deal and then he signs like this another monster deal and it's just like unbelievable um but the guy that came in that looks like uh you know like your like a stepdad from the 80s yes he's like unbelievable what's his name like Minshoff or something gardner like
1: Minshew. Minshew. i Un- think there's actually like a third oh second yeah second
0: well i i read a story that he um he played for washington state in college and he was gonna transfer and just be the backup on alabama and the coach of washington state was like no stay here run this offense and He's gonna get paid a lot of money if he stays pretty good for like these next couple of weeks. He'll get signed to a really good backup deal the next couple of years because somebody's gonna want to lock him down.
1: So quick stat when he came in, uh he went twenty-two of twenty-five for two hundred and seventy-eight yards with two touchdowns and an interception. Uh his completion rating was eighty eight percent, which is the highest ever for a quarterback throwing over fifteen passes in their debut game. Unreal stats.
0: That's unbelievable.
1: <laughs> That's so good. That's like Russell Wilson MVP season good. Yeah, that is... I think it's... I think it's interesting. Like, yeah. I well, I am... I honestly would like to watch the Jags now just because I want to see how he does.
0: Well, I just think they're not going to play Kansas City's defense every week. So... Yeah. That is something to watch for. But if even if he's like... Three quarters as good as that against a normal team, that's still a really good stat line. Because you're talking like 20 for 30 for like 250 yards and a touchdown. That's still really good, like top 15 or whatever. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, We covered that. Uh, So, I think the last
1: one is the one that you probably, you know, near and dear to your heart. You really want to make me talk about this? I really do. Okay. Go ahead. All right, so the Lions at Arizona. Or, I'm sorry, the uh, the, the two teams that we'll not name any further because um, they probably don't deserve to be named. Nope. Uh, is it... As a Lions fan, is it really that bad already? It's like, pretty bad, Eric. <laughs> like, was it a bad game? Was it... Uh... So, and another thing I want to talk to you about... Is it bad because the coaching and clock management is horrible? Cause I feel like the actual play wasn't terrible. Well, it got the first
0: down from what I can tell. Uh, for those of you that don't know, during that game, I, uh, I was on a train that got hit by a tree. So I was on a train waiting for a bus that added an extra like four hours onto my trip. Um, which was great. Uh. But on a Sunday, on Sunday, yeah, yep. With working um, the next day, yeah, it was. Yeah, I did work the next day. Yeah, um, so I didn't actually get to see most of it. I watched the, you know, the highlights. I usually watch the highlights.
1: <sighs>
0: I don't know, man. I I saw reports today that like Patricia's taking the the blame for it, which is great, as he should. Yeah, um, I don't know though, man. Like. We've Our teams have been so bad for so long. Yeah. This isn't really that surprising.
1: So it's it's not that surprising, but I, I posted this in chat, but I feel like it deserves special mention. Uh, I subscribe to the New York Times, so I get, like, throughout the day, little articles popping up on my phone, and some of them are... E- anyway, they had, like, a football recap one. And... <laughs> they legitimately, one of the things, they touched on like four things, and one of them said, The Detroit Free Press won Twitter. Yeah. And the Detroit Free Press tweeted, Final. The Lions, Lioned. The Cardinals, Cardinals. Everyone's unhappy, and it's all okay because one day the earth will get swallowed by the sun and nothing will ever exist again. And I feel like that is exactly how Lions fans feel right now. I. Like, one day our suffering will be over because existence (laughs) will cease.
0: We're gonna get swallowed by a black hole. Oh, man. I, I, uh... And it's gonna
1: come from Patricia's damn pencil.
0: Yeah. I just, I don't even know what to do anymore. I'm just, like... It makes me... It makes me sad that... Usually, as a Lions fan, you have, like, you know...
1: Glimmer of hope?
0: You have, like, three weeks out of the year where you can usually explain away and be like, yeah, this is totally going to work out. Um, One of them is draft weekend. Like, during the draft, usually you have some hope. This year, for me, like, Hawkinson and whatever... Um, The other one is, like, the first week, because usually even if you, like, lose, there's bright spots or you can explain it away. Uh, And this week isn't really that much different because, man, Hawkinson looked unbelievable. He looked unbelievable for a rookie as a tight end. And it's like, if he plays like that or up to that level, sure, he is correct. He is going—he is is worth that draft pick, you know? And— but the game itself, it's just it's just another example of Detroit being inept and not and not like just not following through on any promises that they made. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at. I'm I'm trying not to be too down about it, just simply because
1: what can you say? The it's yeah. the Lions. It's I can just. I can hear that. So I, I'll, I'll use you of your pain. Uh, before the Antonio Brown civil litigation happened, I saw a tweet and it said, "The best part of the NFL this year is going to be finding out who will lose to the Patriots in the Super Bowl." Mm-hmm. I, I don't agree. know about you, but yeah, I completely agree with that. Like once Antonio Brown went there, I was like. Can we just award them the trophy now and everybody else plays for, like, a Little League trophy?
0: <laughs>
1: I don't even know anymore. Like, there's legitimately nobody in the NFL right now after watching Week 1 that I go, yeah, they could take on the Patriots. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, I just can't even... It's really tough for me to even fathom what they're going to look like with, with Antonio Brown. You know what did I mean? you
1: ever watch the 80s cartoon called Voltron?
0: Yes, I did.
1: Where the five lions came together to make the unstoppable force that protects the universe? Yes. It's like that, except the inverse it's five unstoppable Patriots that get together to destroy the NFL.
0: Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it's so good. I just can't get over it. I just can't believe he ended up on the Patriots.
1: I, can't uh, I yeah, I can't either. I don't know. I I don't know, but with that, I think uh, we're probably going to sign off tonight, but it was it's nice getting well, back into the swing of things though. So, before we sign off, okay. Um I I di-
0: you know, since I'm prepared, I did do a lightning round
1: absolutely i forgot this is your favorite part and i would not take that away from you
0: and i haven't um i don't think i've read you yours yet uh so okay let me i just want to make sure i get the matchups right um so i am playing dan yes mr music's and uh i i'm gonna go with a new strategy this this year um, Dan's gonna need a Dr. Pepper because he's gonna
1: choke this game away. Oh wow, that's wow, that's yeah. dark, Jamie. Uh, I know. Anybody not in the league? Dan almost died from choking at an Arby's, but Dr. Pepper saved his life. Yeah, um, says so that's, that's a little personal, man. Mm-hmm. I like it, but it's personal. Uh, a little bit.
0: You so know how
1: it is. I think. I'm going to go with Hungry Hungry Lawnmowers was a stupid game. You're about to get me-seeked. Wow. That's mean. Dude, Dan's out in Colorado not going to listen to this. Somebody's got to defend him, man.
0: I guess. Whatever. Um, okay, what's the next game? Harold versus... Harold versus Ryan, right?
1: Yes. Um, Drink the Honolulu Blue versus the Fighting Blobfish.
0: Yeah, uh... Harold will not eat that W. Blob wins. Uh, that is a reference to his quarterback, Jameis Winston, uh, who had an awful, awful pregame like, thing that he did where he tried to motivate people by asking them to eat a W, yeah. which is just kind of gross. That was weird. It's really weird. Yeah.
1: Um, I'm going to so- go with, uh, real quickly, Harold drinking the Honolulu Blue to end his team. <laughs> so fighting blobfish wins on that one
0: I kind of like that one um okay what's the next one next one is luck Rico ran versus yeah uh, so Jason versus Brian uh Diggs Diggs bounces back Rico wins I don't have anything really funny about that I just think
1: I- I'm gonna say luck doesn't run out luck run out wins Okay. I feel cool. like it's simple. Okay. Yeah, this game
0: was pretty straightforward.
1: Uh
0: then it's you versus Dondi. Yes,
1: yeah, so this wasn't fantasy soccer versus patty cakes. Okay, I'll let stupid you go first name. and we'll close with mine. Alright, uh Patty Cakes is a stupid name, Shaq wins. Okay, straight into the point.
0: Um The revenge of Delvin Cook, the status quo returns, Patty Cakes wins.
1: Oh, that hurts.
0: Yep. Sorry about that. Oh, that that hurts. So,
1: real quick, I was watching NFL Red Zone on Sunday, and it just kept going to Dalvin Cook. And, like, it was a knife just slowly turning in my heart. We didn't talk about that. Uh, Kirk Cousins only threw 10 passes that game. Yeah, it sounds about right. Unbelievable. There was a lot of running. A lot of running.
0: Uh, And then the last one is Joel (sighs) versus Chris Dennis
1: so uh you... so i'm going to say joel wants to show chris his tds but chris is too busy fucking himself chris wins
0: okay and i said fuck you from mexico joel wins
1: ah yes you know it'll be nice to hear from joel one day
0: yeah, like do you ever, think he
1: adopted got adopted by a Mexican family at this point?
0: Um, I feel like he's probably running a bar that is kind of seedy, but it also like Joel. I've always thought of Joel as being kind of fancy, so like it's probably a little fancy.
1: Like um, it might be fancy because it's actually run by like it's funded by a cartel, something like that. Yeah, I could sure that.
0: Um, so that's kind of what I do. I I don't know. I just like doing the lightning round. Uh, with that, we will sign off as always. Good luck everybody this week. It's week two. I hope Except that, for Chris
1: Donanville, I hope your team sucks. Uh,
0: and I guess I kind of hope that Dan loses. So, And I hope that projections mean nothing for a second year in a row because he's projected to, to stop me by about 20 points. Uh, we'll see what happens. I thought I had a good draft, but apparently the projections don't like it. Oh, You need me to say something to end it? Uh, May the points ever be in your favor. And have a good Thursday.